0: Flighty Thoughts, meaningful conversation over a flight of your... (laughs) Flighty Thoughts, meaningful conversation over a flight of beer. I'm your host, David. And Bevel. And we are excited to be in our... I don't even know what you want to call this episode. I was going to say jammies? What are we... Where are we going for? We're in what? We're We're in my house. We are. Yeah.
1: This is a little different. It is a little different, but we have my friend uh, Mike Scarta here with me uh, and us today, and we're we're actually doing a variety
0: pack, so we're trying different things. Uh, D- David, tell us what we're trying. It's Ghost River, right? Today is a Ghost River Hefeweizen. It's Troffen vom Himmel, and it's... So today we're going to be picking, picking beers out of an ice chest. All craft beer that were purchased either on location in Memphis where Ghost River is or on location at 107 Liquor. Shout out to 107 Liquor. Yeah. I met the owner of 107 Liquor oh, did you? last okay. night. Yeah. He's um, the brother of a friend of ours. We all went to the Travelers game, and so I got to bend his ear for a little bit That's too. Cool. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna be. I wish out I would have beers. been able to thank him for the free beef jerky that was going on a date that
1: what? they gave me. You remember
0: that? <laughs> no. <laughs> they were like, I
1: think this is almost out of date. You want some free jerky?
0: Because I bought a bunch of beer there. Yeah. So. Well, they got me the other day. I bought. I think three six-packs. And the guy was like, you know, you buy one more, you get 10%. And I was like, wow, well, I can't say no to that. Yeah, I know, right? You? Right? <laughs> so I walked out with a lot of beer. But yeah, so we'll be pulling them out of the ice chest and in between. We're sharing them. So this is one beer split three ways. So hopefully we can get through a few and, For sure. and kind of rate it. But this Hefeweizen, I'm digging it.
1: Yeah, it's good. I, I guess uh, it's sort of like when we're at Blade and Barrel. When I hear banana, it better taste like banana. Well, and I think it's more of a like... Not even capturing the essence of banana. It's like banana's in there. You can slightly tell, but we're not like pulling it full volume.
0: Yeah, and I think some half of ice half of are characteristics of banana and cloves. Mm-hmm. And I think some mixtures have more banana and some have more cloves. So this it's one's got more cloves. And this more one's cloves got more cloves, cloves one, yeah. to it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm fixing to grab another beer because we're working through it. Why don't you introduce Mike and all that jazz? Well, I was going to let
1: you introduce yourself. How about I introduce you by the story, Mike?
2: Do it forever.
1: So I told Mike, and I don't know if this sounds morbid or not, but when I met Mike uh, and, and through through the years uh, getting to know him, he has one story he loves telling, and uh, and so I told him, I said, "Look, if I get to do your funeral, this is the story I'm gonna open up with." <laughs> <clears throat> so I probably am getting some details wrong here or there, but uh, he probably tells it better than I. But here here's the the gist of the story. So. He is in a family of pastors, and he's the only one that's not a pastor. So, you got three brothers that are pastors. Uh, One retired recently, the other two are still uh, actively serving. And you had a really close relationship with your mother. And this was years ago when she was still alive. And I think you were wearing a suit. I remember that detail. And you go over, you see your mom. And your mom senses something's up or, or maybe nothing's up, but she senses something's up. She's like, Mike, what's wrong? And you're like, nothing, mama, no- nothing's wrong. And you're like, no, come on, tell me son, what's wrong, Michael. And, and so Michael being who he is basically says, well, mom, I'm, I'm feeling a call to the
2: ministry and your mom responds with oh shit <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that
2: is exactly how the story went <laughs> she used to always tell me that she and i were the black sheep of the family so we could we could bond together i guess <laughs>
1: so you're hanging out with some uh, two other black sheep i guess
2: i don't know <laughs> no i'm in awe i'm with two pastors or a missionary and a pastor i have to watch what i do and what what's what i say we, oh and we're
1: <laughs> judging every movement
0: and every, every word you're saying but Believe me, <laughs> we really need to come up with that that joke. Like a pastor, a missionary, and a guest walk into a brewery. Yeah,
1: that'd you know, be funny.
0: Figure it out. That's that is a challenge for our listeners. If you can come up with a punchline to a, a pastor, a missionary, and a guest walk into a brewery, then let us know. You oh, win, or we can say
1: because uh, it would be true. Uh, a pastor, a missionary, and a county judge walk into a bar. Oh, I like that even better. Mike's like, don't announce that loudly. Uh, Anyway, that's what Mike does. So uh, his employees <laughs> and several other people uh, in the government might be listening to this. No, they're not going to listen to this. They won't. They'll never know it. I think of that sometimes. I'm like, does our bishop ever listen to this? Probably not. And I don't care. Like, I, I'm kind of cool
0: with it. Well, you know, my boss texted me the other day. He's like, what's the name of that podcast that Uh-oh. you do? I'm thinking, hmm. <laughs> so if my boss is out there listening, this no. is after working hours. Good for deal. sure. After, after working after hours. After hours. I actually thought of. I always have
1: these ideas for podcasts. One of them I thought of would be fun to be called "After Hours," and you just hang out with buddies and do whatever you want after hours, and just record it it's um, like a like a podcast
0: noir. Yeah, we walked sure. into the bar, you see, and yeah, that's how it went. I mean, it's there, literally in, staring at me in black and white too. You know? She had legs the size of tree trunks. Very but really tall and
1: thin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I also I was in a coffee shop in Memphis last uh, weekend with Missy. And it's called Muggin, and uh, it's black owned. Straight and it's, Muggin. It's great. Like they have a T shirt, and it, it says Mugging. You know how it's sort of. It gives the definition of what Muggin is. Uh, and I just had the thought. I'm like, man, that'd be cool to have a podcast called uh, uh, Coffee Buzzing, and just <laughs> go to different <laughs> coffee shops that are new and and try out their stuff is and this tell a people. Spin off.
0: We could do this.
1: My wife informs me I do not have time uh, for another project. Well, wow. I'm uh, I'm about to actually. I don't know if I told you this. I'm about to actually start in Cabot monthly um, playing and singing songs at their farmers market, and I'm super excited about that. Is that so, on a Saturday? Yeah, Saturdays. Oh, heck yeah, man! Yeah. Congratulations.
2: You have a hat down for donations.
1: Yeah, I'll have my my guitar case out there. We'll see. When's your first? When's your first show?
0: Um, I think it. Let me check
2: my calendar.
1: Let me check the old nice calendar.
0: While you're checking the calendar, we've moved on to our next beer. It's called Doing Good. It's an orange wheat ale um, of Mother's Brewery, and Mother's Brewery is out of Springfield, Missouri. And so we'll check it out. Thanks again to 107 for for stocking it, so we could buy it. And 107, uh, if you want to be our sponsor, I picture
1: that if Mother's had sort of um, an you know kind of an a quick two second audio thing to put their name out there it'd be like not your mother's beer not your
0: mother's like, beer I don't know some they, kind of accent you know they, uh, yeah probably but it's in Missouri so it'd be like not your mother's beer or oh, something yeah, like that oh yeah it would that. be different yeah. Yeah, maybe that tastes
2: like if you've ever smelled grass or where cows eat the hay that gets wet, and it's got a. To me, that tastes like what that it smells. It's got well, a distinct. You're not digging my, it, are you? Not at Mike's all.
0: Discerning, discerning palate. He's like, all I drink is Coors Light, so we have to think that he's in here trying all these craft beers is a definite win. Yeah. So but,
1: May 29th, by the way, okay. is uh, the first day. It's 10 nice. to 12. So if anybody wants to come out, Cabot. I don't even know if this episode is going to drop by then.
0: That's all right, because it'll be every every Saturday after that. So I think you'll be set. Well, I right.
1: pick different dates, so they have like food trucks there every once in a while. So
2: where is the where is the market? I think it's like
1: uh, it's on Second Street. It's that's it's in like a church parking lot. I forget it's. Oh, there's
2: a great big church when you cross over the rail. Uh, I think I, I bet I know where it
1: is. I mean, Cabot's not that big. You probably could just drive down the main strip and be like, "Oh, there it is." Mm. <laughs> So, how did you get involved in that? Funny story. So, I don't go every week, but I like going to Brew ya Have you ever heard of that place? Mm-hmm. It, um, it's what is a that? a coffee shop in oh. Cabot, and they're actually expanding now. I think they're going to uh, open a place in Little Rock, and they also have a, a food truck style thing where they serve coffee out at different events. So, I was there doing work for uh, my Enneagram Intensive that's coming up, and I so their internet was out. There was no music in the background. So I turned on some Wilco, I think, and I was just singing along, not thinking anything of it. Leaning into your four. Yeah. Leaning into my four. Uh, and so before I was like, I was packing up and th- this guy turns around and he introduces himself and he's like, Hey, we're looking for people to sing for different events we have and whatnot. And so that led to like different, you know, being CC'd or CC extra people on emails, um, down to this other guy. So, I'm going to do the farmer's market probably once a month. And there's a um, food truck, monthly food truck thing on Thursday nights from like five to eight. Uh, I might do one of those in the future. Um, so it's cool. I, I'm at that point in playing guitar where I've written enough originals, I'm, I'm learning enough covers, and I just want to challenge myself to, to do that and whatnot. So you can
0: have to get um, your lovely and talented wife to record some and send, oh, yeah. send it out for it out. basically Bring the camera out, record the whole thing. Let me talk about this beer for a second. It's an orange wheat ale. I don't have any essence of orange. The flavor hits the front of your mouth and then just dies. Pew.
2: I'm I'm praying for it to die.
0: I'm praying for it to die. Mike, Mike's not a Show fan. Show me that
1: can over there. I need to read. Is that the can? No, it's right here. It's <clears throat> the bottle. I want to say...
0: Mike's pouring his glass into mine. We have another, the next, the next beer we'll grab will be another mother's. It's going to be a, a a fruit pale ale. We'll we'll give it a go. Maybe they're just riding into the summer. Please enjoy by July 27, 21.
1: So I don't know. still within, you know, and we, what it feels like the aftertaste is that it's, it's like the most flat flavor of an orange Mm. and it just sets. And you're like, this is not
0: appealing. So I've told you before, and I'll mention it here. One of my friends who is a a quality manager at a brewery, he says the hardest problem they have Mm. is getting a great beer. And when you take it from the tap and you put it into a bottle or a can is keeping it from going bad. And so as we judge this variety pack, we always have to keep in mind that straight out of the tap is so much better and fresher and everything. And uh, we'll have to... Maybe go up to Springfield and give it a go. It's not that far.
1: Not your mother's beer. Your mother's beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling
0: you. They, they could use that if they want. Uh, but it,
2: I don't think I would drop
0: to Springfield. No to
2: drink that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Mike, how long have you lived in Desert?
2: Seventy. Seventy years. Good gracious. The only time I was ever gone was for college for four years to Conway. And then you became I came so we, home and farmed. I came home and had a farm and then I became judge in two thousand seven. Did you have to be a lawyer before you came a judge? No. Great, how, not. how does that process work? I go out and knock on doors, say I'll make a good judge, will you vote for me? So it's an election. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I went to ninety or I went to eighty percent of the houses in Prairie County and knocked on the door, myself and my wife. So what kind of training was there to become a judge? Nothing. What kind of things do you judge over? Actually, a county judge, the only time you actually do court is if it's a land dispute. If somebody okay. wants to cross your ground to get to theirs, you have to come up with a solution. Other than that, I take care of the roads, okay. the ditches, get roads paved or pick, fix roads that aren't paved, you know. Is it it's like, just police
0: jury? type of thing no no it's not that's a louisiana he straightens thing. people out too yeah <laughs> so does it's an elected it's position. an elected position
2: you run every life. four
0: every four years yeah it
2: was every two years till this time and i like two more years on this term so it's a four-year term this time are you gonna retire retire after this one i don't know yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do i, don't, I can't see myself as not doing something yeah how many years have you been doing this since 2007 so we're looking at.
0: 15 years. It's been fun. 16 years. And you have to be reelected
2: every two to four years. Mm-hmm. Then you have to pay a fee to run. Yeah. Uh, I think it's 3% of whatever your salary is. You mm-hmm. pay that. That's mm-hmm. your filing fee. And then I've never had anybody run against me. Never, ever? Well, one time must be I, ran against, really good. I ran so, against somebody that was in office to win the pl- position. So- I don't know. I, I like to bull crap and talk to people. So. Yeah. Basically, I you, don't usually meet, a, I never meet a stranger. And that's basically, he would have been a good lawyer. This uh, is, this what is a great at.
0: spinoff podcast so too, I'm here here.
2: I, I recently, we've
1: been watching old movies with the girls, like from my childhood. Mm. And on the movie Hook, I, I don't even remember the beginning I love of the it. Movie. He's a, but uh, he's a lawyer. Yeah. And he tells this joke where he's, like, basically uh, studies have shown that uh, rats and lawyers, uh, they're testing them to do certain things. And uh, they found out that there are certain things that the rats won't do. And, like,
0: there's a <laughs> better, the better, better punchline, yeah, but a lawyer will. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, tell me about that. Why did you decide to run? Why did you decide to get into elected office?
2: Yeah. Politics. Politicians. I was on the school board for years. And after I got out of that, I ran for a thing called quorum court. There's nine quorum court members and they represent certain areas in the county. And, uh, after that, the only other thing left was judge, so I I gave that a shot. Just kept going up higher and higher. And that's high, yeah, I like, I mean, I like the job. I'm I've been blessed all my life. God's taken very good care of me, and I can use this job to help people that aren't as fortunate. So I like it.
0: I like the mentality you bring to that. Not not a position of power, but a way to
2: help people. That's what it's for. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Do, do we do we call your wife first lady? Uh, I call her certain things But it's not first lady First lady of Desart I'd call her a saint for putting up with you Well Well, that might be true true.
0: (laughs) So we just opened another beer You may have heard it This is another Mother's I think it's redemptive of the last beer It tastes pretty good What is it? Read it out to us Passion Fruit Pale Ale It's called Trop Top I can taste fruit in this. Yeah, yep. it's good. It's going to be a little hoppier than the other beers we've had. So Now, is mindful. passion fruit tart or sweet? It's tart. Oh, man. See, I'm glad, though. <laughs> I like some tartness, but I don't like punch-you-in-the-mouth tartness. I have to tell you, passion fruit um, or guava or mm. uh, maracujá, depending upon where you are, was one of the best fruits in my dog tooted. Yeah, he he got did, yeah. toots. Thanks, <laughs> Jules. Uh, You've been eating. So <laughs> Have you been eating like
1: frozen French
2: fries or
0: something? Gosh, I didn't tell you about that until he arrived. Thanks for taking Woo! care of him. But anyway, he
2: did a while ago when he walked over there. He let one. I didn't know it was him or Jonathan. I wasn't sure.
1: <laughs> while we're talking about farts, though, I'll give you a quick aside. So, Emma, my daughter, she—you know how the kids do assignments at school. I don't know if she wrote this or not, but basically she she loves teasing me. She's like, my dad farts all the time. Ha, ha, ha. And she'll laugh. And I'm like, oh, that's not the best. I've been working on not, you know, farting around my kids and whatnot. Um, but I think I got it from my grandfather. And I don't know if this is a good quality or a bad quality, but I remember um, he would like, so they, their kitchen was basically the, the center of talking, eating, cooking, all that stuff. And he would stand up, have a conversation with you, and he wouldn't like he he wouldn't change anything in his posture or even like his modulation of speaking and be able to cut a fart. And mm-hmm. I was like, Wow, that's pretty talented. He must have
0: been practicing for years. <laughs> You're gonna excel at something. I mean, yeah. you might as well. Gotta be
2: good at that. <laughs>
0: oh my goodness
2: it's an entirely
0: different taste it's an entirely yeah. different beer yeah we're we're taking you through a tour of beer unfortunately i couldn't find any dark beer yesterday so it's all i mean we're moving towards the summer so yeah. i think it's gonna be less i almost likely. bought
1: uh you've ever heard a left hand brewing company Absolutely. i almost Great bought a beer. variety pack but i was like no i want to go for more summery type stuff because yeah. i'm trying to try things out of my wheelhouse i love dark beer um by the way, Miss and I went to Wiseacre, mm-hmm. and we should have just gotten a single beer. We got the flight flight that's like three seven or eight ounces. Yeah, and one of them was like a farmhouse ale. She got two darks, which I was surprised. And uh, let's just say we were feeling great
0: was was the food truck open? Cuz remember when you and I went there, we were hoping the food truck was going to um, be open. we had already eaten not.
1: by then. Uh shout out to Hattie B's if you're ever in Atlanta or Memphis or I think Nashville, um and you like hot chicken. Uh Hattie B's is delicious. What does it make what makes it hot? Like temperature? So they oh, have like they have a they have a like you literally I forget the name for it, but you literally if you just want regular chicken, you have to say I want this regular chicken, whatever the name is. The mild is hot. Mm. Like, it's a hot that I can handle. Um, last time, Missy and I, we got a medium, and I was like, I liked it, but I think I'll stick with mild. Wow. It's that hot. And then they have, like, two other levels above that, so it's really good. And then they have really good sides, like their mac and cheese. At first, like, you're like, pimento
0: cheese, you know, you're, you think, like, uh, dainty lady stuff, but it's actually really good flavor, and it's creamy. <laughs> What I've noticed about this place in Arkansas, Tennessee, like very, people are very proud of their pimento cheese and candied pecans. Like you yeah. see that in multiple places on multiple menus. And
2: I love, I love pimento cheese. It's good. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, but I grew up, I grew up with family members that ate pimento cheese with like Vienna sausages and deviled ham. So we're not talking like quality stuff. We're talking about what can we do as we're throwing it on white bread, trying to catch the bass down the, down the river type of My stuff. My idea. Being,
1: a,
2: being from a preacher family, don't ever have any money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My idea of a good time's Vienna sausages and not your mother's beer. I keep,
2: I keep seeing Vienna sausages on the
0: clearance aisle at, at Kroger, like jalapeno. I'm like, should I get these? Dude, that, ju- get these? that no. juice in the Vienna
1: sausage is like, why? Why is that in there? What is this stuff?
2: What is I it even made it, of? My dog likes it. That's how we give it medicine. <laughs> Just cut it up and put it in there and they would chop it down.
0: Okay, we're going to go to the next beer. It's going to be a, a victory. It's it's from Diamond Bear, where we had recorded our first episode. This is an English-style pale ale, so we'll see how this is going. This is We're digressing here. We need to get into what brings you joy and what brings you meaning. <laughs> way, well, I, can, I can
1: preface something. I know one of the things that has been exciting for our town and for Mike is that there was a Presbyterian church here in town that uh, their membership had dropped so low, and um, I think people passed on and mike one of the uh big tenets of him being county judge was uh getting the building to start being used as a library and so could you tell us some about that mike i always find it interesting and it's cool to walk in there and see the building still intact
2: first of all i'd like to invite anybody that wants to to come to Desark and look at it it is We've won uh, state awards and we're runner-up for national awards for repurposing a building, but the building was was going. The it has stained glass windows in it, and every stained glass window, one of their relatives are still living in Prairie County. The windows were going to be sent to Louisiana to a church that had been destroyed by Katrina. Which I said that this is stupid. You know why do you take a Quarter of a million dollars worth of windows and put where there's hurricanes. Anyway, over a process of about you know over a process of about a year and a half, I was able to work out a deal to get the building. It now belongs to our county. Uh, the value of the building is estimated by the insurance company at a million five. They were going to have me tear it down, and we've turned it into a library. We have a lot of people that come video you just the windows there. Absolutely beautiful. I mean, they're called whore glass because the glass is so brilliantly colored. But every family but one Wait, 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 wait. Is that horde glass? Glasses? whore glass? No, whore, W-H-O-R-E. Like a whore glass. Like a whore woman.
1: Like in a red light district, whore Absolutely. glass.
0: Because it's so fragile? Because Co- it's
1: so In a bright. church building. Oh. But it's what it's called, Is whore glass. Okay. Hey, I mean, if That's whores have to be wheel. anywhere, I
2: guess being in a church is a good thing, right? Ah, yeah, well. Well. Depends Mary, how much money they want to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stand on a street corner, they make a lot more money in church. I mean, I don't I'm sure not the Methodist church because we're all too old and don't have any yeah. money.
1: Roxanne, Sarge <laughs> <just> had to. <laughs> you don't have to put on the red light.
0: <laughs> That's going to be the song you lead off with, I I think, right? No. The preacher's song there. So, so before it's a, it's a working library. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and people come from all over to to do it. Now, the windows are they. Like a church scene? Or yes, what? they're okay. pictures
2: of Jesus. Uh, there's all different things there. And the the windows were valued at between 200000 and $250,000. And they wanted to knock them down. They yeah. wanted to send the windows they send off it, and, and knock and the, it down. The, There's a pipe organ that was not quite fixed yet. My plan is when the guy comes back this summer to work on it, that maybe we'll get some students from Harding College or somewhere to come have a concert. A lot of people have never heard of Pipe organ.
1: Mm, that's true. And,
2: uh, but this building is perfect the way it was built. The back has, like on a sliding uh, desk, the thing, they when they built the building, they did not have enough money to finish the back part of it, so they put these dividers in there. Yeah. The date on the dividers is 1918. Everything's just perfect. It's just like they walked out. But when they walked out, they left the little cups that they took communion in. I went to the last wow. service they had,
0: and it just closed down because of
2: uh, nobody. They only had four members, five members left. Can and, you imagine that kind of? And two of life. them, and two of them came to our church. And right, one of them passed away a re- uh, recently, and his wife is kind of homebound right yeah. now. That is a that is a reality of our churches today. Is that you? Can,
0: I mean, I can't imagine putting investing everything into yourself. And then having the church just kind of close on that—that's got to be.
2: A oh, it was lamentation sad. That process. was sad. I, I, you know, I'm not a Presbyterian, but I didn't care what denomination. It was sad that any church has to close. Yeah. yeah. I think there are a lot of great
0: possibilities too, right? So then, United Methodist Church is in this process where things are kind of going crazy, and my wife and I have kind of. Talked about the Phoenix Church. You know, what's going to happen as we rise from mm. the ashes of this? And so this Presbyterian church kind of had their own Phoenix experience. They closed down, and from the ashes of that, figuratively and literally, it came out to be this huge library and this really cool thing that That's s- beautiful. continues to serve the community. And I would even ma- imagine now. Like through the sacrifice of the Presbyterian church, they're able to serve more people and a bunch more people who wouldn't be in there. Even just seeing the, the glass and the story of, of Jesus are able to do that now. So I guess it's to a certain degree, their legacy and ministry lives on through their
2: death. We're using some of the pews. They had a church that was there before this one that was built in 1834 and it burned. and that. So we have some of the original pews of it and they are in the library from 1834.
1: You know, it's kind that's of so interesting. Cool. It's good. It got me thinking about uh, two things. One, it, there's some people, they like getting pews from a church and putting in their home. I always think that's a really cool idea. I don't know how much they sit on it, but it, it just, it, it's kind of a, an what would you call it? An artifact of faith, in, in a sense, that well, you leave your house. Do you oh, have a great. place in
2: your home to put one?
1: I Not that I can think of. I mean, we might be able to make one in the middle of you uh, take the your, other room. Now you
2: take your dining room chairs down is what we use them for.
1: Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. Do you bolt them down to the ground? No. I mean, these I, I might can help
2: you out if All you All right, do so like. here's
1: my second thought. Mike, you and I need to take a road trip. David, you come too. Whoop, there whoop. is, hopefully it's still open, but in Lexington, Kentucky, there is... Uh, what was a church building is now a pizza joint, and where the altar is is the bar. What do you wow. think of that? <laughs>
2: where is this? It's in Lexington. Oh, this church would have made a fantastic restaurant. I mean, well, you know, not in well, Desiree. Well, the location, we? yeah.
0: too, though, is it, nice. So I say that's interesting, um, but I, I look at the church that I could go to, Argentinite Methodist yeah. Church, and they're... Their symbol or whatever, their logo is a table because so much mm. just happens around the table. Like you were saying about your farting grandfather, <coughs> that everything was, the table was the center. And I think that's very much seen and reflected in the Bible. Everything is that, even from, you know, the crux, the Last Supper yeah. kind of stuff too. Man, there's a lot of history in Desarc.
2: Yeah, Desarc is, uh I've, I've forgotten the year it was formed. We were one of, we we're one of the oldest towns in the state. You know, first, I've got a plat map hanging in our, in our building. A out what? there. A plat map. What's that? It's a thing that draws off all the towns, the lots. So oh, we've okay. got one of those hanging in our corn courtroom, courtroom. But I've got a thing that they sent me not long ago. And after the Civil War, they were trying to get people to move back into Prairie County. Desert before the Civil War was about 4,500 people. And then after the Civil War, it dropped down to, you know, eight or nine hundred. Most of the buildings in this town were dismantled and taken to DeVal's Bluff because it was a big Union headquarters during the Civil War. So about a third of the buildings in Ezark were taken down brick by brick and taken by barge wow. to DeVal's Bluff.
0: Where's DeVal's Bluff? How far it's away just is South
2: that? of here. South of here, about yeah. 20 miles. It's hmm. on the White River too. There's okay. nothing left of it. It just it just completely died. But during the Civil War, it was a huge area. So
0: hmm. the the decrease in population was that a result of people going off to fight in the war? Or people I move think people
2: into just left. I just safety I've got to,
0: safety by bigger cities, yeah, maybe, and
2: just you know opportunities. I guess people just left. Uh, I've got a picture at my house of when the Union Army landed down here where our River Park is. And they had federal gunboats that lined up there and, and people got off. Every troop that was here to guard the city or take control of the city were black. hmm No white soldiers. I mean, white officers, but all the all the people were black. All the army officers were black, so hmm.
1: there I can go on for minutes upon minutes, but I uh, there's a museum here that gives a history of Desark. And one of the things I found fascinating was uh, the river there used to be river people that lived along the river, mm-hmm. and Desark was known as one of the areas where um where they what do they call those uh those pearls teardrop pearls yeah uh were found from mussels in the river and they were used for making buttons and different things like that. Um, and then also... So, Mike, I don't know if I've ever told you this. I've written a song called uh, White River Princess. Mm, I have not And it. I always think of Desark. I'll have to play it for you later. Um, but then also, I was writing another song where I wanted to talk about train tracks because now travel is is all through vehicles and whatnot, airplanes. And not so much trains, but uh, what I want to do is write a song about trains and to try and look for some local stuff. And so Desark, unfortunately... Um, the depot here was torn down. I don't know if you know what year it was. Uh,
2: about 1991 or two, because I was, I was wanting to put a restaurant there.
1: <laughs> yeah, so basically I had to uh, dip into Hazen, which is just 10 minutes south of here. And they still have, uh, their old train depot is now a, um irrigation office, a regional irrigation office. So that made it to the song. Uh, and they have a caboose down there. But anyway, it, it fascinates me. Just the history. Sometimes you could be standing on land and there's so much history of things that have been there, things people have done there. One of the things that uh, came up, uh, at least in in my research, I read a book from the library here that was the Presbyterian Church about, and I can't remember her name, but a woman who, there were river people and someone killed her father and she went down to DeWitt, Arkansas and shot the man who, who shot her dad
2: in front of a judge in a court. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's a pretty amazing story. There's a in my office. I've got a I've got a, a stock certificate hanging that was the Desert <coughs> Cersey Railroad. Yeah, and I, I don't remember what year it is, but also got some paper currency hung up where the Horns store was was uh, <laughs> uh crap. I can't even think of the name of it now. Anyway, I've got some fifty cent, twenty five cent, and dollar. Paper money that somebody gave me. Mm. I had them framed and they're in my office. But That's they're cool. from Prairie, uh, from Art.
1: Well, and you know where the uh, Clinton Library is? I think they built on the site where two different railroad companies crisscrossed. It's like a dime, one of those diamond crosses, and I always thought that was amazing. It's like there's a library over this piece of history that not a lot of people would know about. By the way, I might have told you this joke before, but. I went to the Clinton Library thinking, oh, I could read a book here, spend some time, check out a book. It ain't that kind of library. No. <laughs> All right, we're moving Not on. Not a to- lot. Let on me say this about beer. this beer. It tastes like someone dipped Gouda uh, cheese in it and just let it sit for a while. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I think it's neat.
0: I think it's a good... It's neat. a different taste. You know, you don't really want your beer described as neat. He's a so, neat sort of guy. I love hanging fella. out with
1: neat people. But that's that's like why a, you
0: drink Coors Light. Yeah. Right. There's nothing neat about that. But yeah, neat is kind of like the friend zone. You don't want to be in the friend the zone. The only of time beer. you
1: can use the word neat is if you're drinking bourbon. Okay.
0: Oh. Okay. Well played.
1: So. Mm-hmm. That's
2: on the way, way you drink. <laughs> that's right. This I like that beer. The the is the English style
0: pale ale from Diamond Bear. Like I didn't. Knowing a lot of Diamond Bear's beer, this one was not bad. I would drink it again for sure. Yeah, I would not drink it. Bef- I would not drink it after I drank a bunch of ho- hoppy beers. So what's the one you just poured? New this Belgium. New Look Belgium, out. right? White Indian Pale Ale. I Ooh.
1: think it's a, a Christmas. Dude, Christmas I actually beer hangover. I smelled it. I'm like, this has to be an IPA or Pale Ale. It's, it smells. Ah. It smells skunky.
2: It tastes like mandarin mm. oranges to me. It's, it's what
0: tasty. It like. Yeah, that's a good one. I am I am impressed with New Belgium. I remember when New Belgium oh, crossed over good. the Great Plains and was able, able to come to Louisiana and live there when I was living there. And some of their beer is really
2: solid. And yes. this one's My favorite good. was the first one we tried. I liked that. That was my <laughs> the very Saison, right? Yeah, I, yeah, that was my I could drink that. Yeah, uh New
1: Belgium has <clears throat> I forget the it's one of the, It's a beer that's a date or something like 19 1886. Something, 1886. Something. My friend James, who we've had on the podcast before, Sherlock. loves that that beer, and it's pretty good. I like this white Indian ale.
0: pale ale. I feel like this could be my summer drink. Yeah, it's odd though because the the can has a a, a, a it looks like it's winter trailer. time. <laughs> pull behind trailer with a uh, snow on it. Yeah, so maybe that's not what it is. You know what I really like about New Belgium is they they gave uh, they have a. A pale ale called the shift ale mm. right and what they did with that is that at the end of the week everybody who works for them gets a case of the shift ale the oh, shift cool. pale ale because new belgium didn't want their own employees drinking other people's beers on the weekend so they give oh. a free case of beer to all their employees so that when they're doing it you know because yeah. so your non-discerning course light fans are going to go ahead and drink whatever's free <laughs> judge looking at it, you
2: <laughs> as, he <pours. laughs> as he pours the beer <laughs> No, but I've got to go back to work after. A while. <laughs> Y'all can sit here and play with the dogs. I will have to go back. Man, not, not really look appropriate. I haven't <laughs> I haven't been this close
0: to a judge in a long time. Mm. Yeah, I used to have uh we used to do coffee with old men down in Louisiana and uh this You know that it would be that, and we'd have a judge come join us every now and again. Mike, they're real judges. I'm not. I'm just. Well, no, I disagree. He had to be elected, just like you have to be elected. Mm
1: -hmm. Mike, Mike, what's that feeling when you slam down the gavel and and it it makes contact? I mean, is that the height of your feeling of
0: power, like I lord it over these people? I'm your (laughs) judge. <laughs> it's like when you hit that golf shot, right? That one golf shot, you just feel it down in your bones. It's when the boom.
2: You know, I've never used a gavel, but one time my mouth is big enough I can get people. Hooked. I'm serious. That's I, what I, she I wanna- said i have going had to use a gavel one time in my life. Really? Yeah. yeah. I just ask people, let's get quiet and get started. Somebody what's that was asking
1: most... a dumb questions like, are you going to shut up with this gavel?
0: Well, I want to know a story. Like, what is, in that same vein, like, what is the most <laughs> controversial thing that you've had to judge over in the, since the Land 15 disputes. years? Land I mean, that's
2: it. You'll have some, and, you know, you have to do what's right. Whether it offends your family or whether it offends your best friend. Mm. And you can lose friends over this for a while. And but, you know, if they if they got mad because of something that I had to do and lost me as a friend, they really probably weren't ever a friend to start out with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's why I you know, and and this sounds really arrogant, I guess. It's their loss more than it is mine. Mm. I don't mean that. Know your me. worth, I don't, Mike. Yeah. Know your worth. Well, yeah. I don't mean that. You know, if if somebody's my friend, I'll fight for them till right. I die. You know, but you have to do what's right. Yeah, right. And sometimes and they, I don't like that either. Sometimes and deep I down,
1: do. though, they probably know that they well, know where what it's right. Sure, they're
2: or. just holding a grudge, perhaps.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've or, had
2: I've had grief and then you know a year later things are i mean i had some people that really got mad at me over something i wanted to do i accomplished what i wanted but oh they were furious at me and we didn't speak for a long time i would Mm. speak but they would turn around and walk off but now things have changed so and we're friends again i talked to one of the ladies yesterday matter of fact for about 20 minutes and congratulated her for something mm. we have done so now it takes a while but i think they realized that what i did was right yeah do
0: you guys uh, with your land disputes is it oil and gas is it just
2: most of it this is the ownership hunting paradise of the world oh that's right there it's are a duck hunting paradise there, there are there are people building here that are building a half a million to a million dollar hunting lodges and renting them out i mean everywhere and uh Duck hunting is a big, big business in Prairie County. <laughs> well, I hear that Ducks
0: Unlimited is heating ponds up in Missouri so no. that they don't have the ducks come all the way down well, here. Well,
2: there's a there's something going on because the ducks have not been down here the last two or three years, hmm. uh,
0: it, and it's like that all over too. So I, I do a little duck hunting in Oklahoma and some other places, and and have some connections to Louisiana, and I something's have eaten not duck. happening. Yeah, <laughs> and I wonder how much of it you see all the canada geese now they don't go home no like i, do, I'm I bike t- past them and i'm like you guys got to go home it is hot no <laughs> <It's> way <time. laughs> and i wonder how times times are changing and climate's changing and it's going to start affecting the mm. ducks which is unfortunate well
2: somebody told me up in in the northern part of missouri they had they had flooded lots of lots of timber up there and they thought that's one of the reasons the ducks weren't coming south mm. they
0: didn't have to yeah Interesting. So it's not necessarily much the conspiracy theory of heated ponds, but
2: actually just flooding a bunch of oh, land up what, there. That's what I've been told. I mean, on my on our home farm, we flood up rice fields every year. You mm. got some you got some uh hunting land
0: I can I could come
2: no. Home with? No. Okay. <laughs> we did I'll have I'll make at, that
0: connection while what I can we did,
2: <laughs> What we did have is hunting grounds all Another beer Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's right. Mike, let me get you another beer. Let's let's start talking about leases. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, I wanted to go hunting this year and didn't have a chance to go. been mm-hmm. too busy.
1: I like fishing. I've never gone hunting, per se. I mean, I've shot a gun and all, but I don't know. I, I've i thought about this, though. I wonder if something that hunters like is um, going out in the wintertime, where it's like, you don't have to worry Ooh. about ticks. You, you just freeze your you ass have, off yeah, while I mean, you, you sit freeze there in water off, but that's like, ankle deep. I've heard other nah, people waste though wastey, right? yeah, but I've heard people that hunt say like they just love that feeling of being out in nature and just the quiet and stillness and seeing the world wake up.
0: Yeah, so there's there is the appreciation of creation and God in that, and a lot of people who don't connect at a church will yeah. connect at that because oh, for sure. that's where they that's where they quote unquote experience God because mm. that's their connection to it, and whether they're grown up in the church or not, that's something that's a tangible expression of. Christ for them. You yeah, know? They,
2: ought to be able to, they ought to be able to look around and see, you know, this didn't just happen. Yeah. Or I don't think it
0: did. Well, and, and it reminds me of something, too, that well, I, this was years ago. We were doing some, some study and I don't remember what it was. It was it was a church leader back then, but she said, yeah, it's no surprising that it's no surprise that you find God in Christ in the sunrise or the sunset and the beautiful nature of that. beautiful. That's great, but what we want is to find it in their tradition or in the hollow times or in the low times to be able to find and see and experience god in those times when you think god is not with you yeah that's when it is more important because anybody can do it from the mountaintop looking out over or, the things or, or the ocean.
2: When your butts in a crack and you say, God, please help me, you know, <laughs> I do that. I do that a lot. <laughs> oh, no, Jesus. Sweet <laughs> baby I'm, Jesus. Sweet, sweet golden then, diaper Jesus. As soon as he straightens everything out, then I kind of
0: <laughs> go <laughs> back to Mike again. We're, we're human like that, yeah. too. I'm the same way. We cry out to God expecting God to take care of us. But what happens when God? Takes care of us in a way that's not our own way. Mm.
2: That's what I like so much about Johnson. He's, I, I mean, I have I, last night in Bible study. I talked about sometimes I've been mad at God before. Absolutely, I mean, very ticked off, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah, and, and, right. and there's times when I don't want to read my Bible. I don't care, and I. But then I find out my preacher has the same salt, maybe not as bad as mine. I've got him on a higher pedestal, but uh. Yeah,
1: well, but let's let's mention that every time Michael or Mike comes and sees me, he's like, "Well, hi, what do you say? How are you highly reverend?
0: How are you highly reverend? <laughs> he oh, is highly reverend." reverend. I'm <laughs> like,
1: "Please take me down off that pedestal, because I'm not feeling it."
0: I just gave you a little bit of that beer in case you don't like it. If you like it, I'll give you some more. That's that's
2: quite enough. What's that's We're Quite trying. enough. That's this quite is,
0: enough. Is a, this is a Wiseacre IPA. This <laughs> the, is a what? And Ananda. Canada? Oh, yeah. I've the always IPA. heard of it. I've never where tried it. Where do y'all
2: find this crap?
0: I got a guy. He's got a van. We meet up. No, yeah, just 107 kind of Lickers. I'm surprised I'm still no, alive. I
2: used to do that when I was in college. We'd take my car and go to Oklahoma and buy <laughs> buy Coors regular and smoke it back to Conway. you buy cigarettes with that deal? Was no, a combo I, we, pack? I didn't smoke, but you know- we checked into UCA on a Sunday night and I got expelled Monday beard. night. <laughs> for, I'm serious. For Binder's possession and over the limit in a dry county. Oh, my a a God. <laughs> I went to UCA. UCA.
0: That's great. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, I caused some trouble, you know.
0: Now, so. I mean, not five, ten minutes from my house is a liquor store that that brings in a lot of craft beer from all over the place, and, yeah. and they're pretty good about it. So it's 107 Liquor on JFK. I definitely think you should check it out. If
2: you're out there, they have I great beer for me, options. The first one I tried. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, these well, the other ones are all right, but I'm not... You got to realize if you're drinking scotch, I can do that and vodka. That's a follow-up episode. But I can't, I'm not used to beer. I just don't drink beer very often. I do on vacation, but it's always Coors or (laughs) Bush. And I guess y'all, I may be too far gone to broad my, I don't know. (laughs) It's
0: all good. It's all good. Man, it's good (laughs) stuff. I like this beer. It's not too bad. It is pretty hoppy, though. Where's the say. bottle for it? I want to read it's, up. Oh, yeah, the end. Yeah, I crushed it. You crushed it. I know. It. I'm sorry. He's I'm crushing it. for getting into it.
1: I, so I have a memory from Wiseacre. So Missy and I went there last weekend. Uh, my parents came in town for Mother's Day, and it was fun to go to Memphis. Although, did you take
0: them with them, or did you leave them here with the kids?
1: Oh, my, my parents watched them. Which, by the way, little little aside, yesterday, no, was it yesterday? Tuesday my friend and I I brought him to a doctor's appointment in Memphis we drove there and back and then later that night he texted me about the crack in the um, bridge I heard about that, that. shut down that bridge is crazy I'm like I-40 I'm glad I survived bridge that is shut down yeah, yeah. so um, but a memory I had was uh, my friend Bill Sarden who we've had yeah. on a crossover episode with um, long hair Bill yeah long long hair Bill what's the name of their podcast I'm already forgetting happy that. hippie Jesus that's right happy hippie Jesus Um,
2: he uh I'm gonna find out where it always crap is I'm gonna listen listen
1: yes so uh, Bill and I went to Memphis before Corona really hit or COVID really hit and we went to go see uh, Tool which I'm a big Tool fan great band very good musicianship um
2: musicianship and, is that a word yeah they're I've good, never very heard a tool I've heard a hammer they're very no, good musicians they're,
1: they're a great band. they're very deep they're thinkers too yep. Um. so they're known for doing odd time signatures and stuff like that like most songs are like in 4-4 mm-hmm. four or 3-4 four yeah so anyway we went to Wiseacre before the show because we had time and there was a couple that we met at Wiseacre and they said oh yeah, we, we're from New Jersey. We saw them when they came to New Jersey. We thought, we want to see them again. So they came down. They had thick accents, of course. Uh, they came down. And it was odd because one of the things they said was, oh yeah, we just love their visual show. It's so great. And Bill and I talked after we saw them and we we're like, yeah, their visual show is great. But when you think of Tool, it's like, they're such great musicians. Like They're on a level that no one else is in a lot of ways. Um, to where, you know, I told Bill, I'm like, when I watch tool play, which I've seen them live probably three or four times, I'm just watching them play and Mm -hmm. in awe that they not only have recorded it because, you know, when people record, sometimes they're, they're trying to produce a song even in the, the, uh, studio And then it's like, you've got to remember that, you know, and I think Tool might be a little different in that they probably come up with their songs on their own and then they go to the studio and record it. And their process is interesting because Maynard will throw on the lyrics after they've already recorded everything and it usually just flows really well and and it's great. So anyway, Bill and I were like, yeah, their visuals are great, but we're just like staring at them, watching them play being like, this is so awesome. They're so good.
0: When things click and a musician falls into their their niche, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And and you've spoken of Tool before. Oh, yeah. spoken. It's funny. You've spoken of Tool when we were in Memphis and other times like that. There's <laughs> For me, there's a correlation between the two. But yeah. for, for two things I say to our listeners, one, check out Tool if you don't know. Also, Tool Radio on Spotify. It's pretty awesome. Mm. And then second, Happy Hippie Jesus Show with Bill yeah. and his partner... Jeremy I actually asked uh, So I call him Jerry Because when I came to Arkansas He
1: forgot my name So he calls me Blevins And there's a Heating and air company Called Blevins He's like Look if being a pastor Doesn't work out for you You can work for them (laughs) So I call him Jerry Instead of Jeremy We need uh, to do
0: another Crossover episode with him That'd be
1: fun I talked to him recently I don't think they're They kind of Because of COVID They're put on pause And whatnot But maybe we could invite them Actually Jerry is moving to Lone Oak Oh, wow. And then Bill is moving to uh, Morlton They're both oh, preachers. Moralton. Yeah, they're both preachers. So we're well,
0: definitely going to have to get together with them. We need to have a, a, a refresher back at um, Fassler Hall. We yeah. should do it all over again. Or
1: point remove because- uh, I know Bill's Point Remove is a
0: great brewery, dude. Oh.
1: I went there with Jacob recently, mm-hmm. who we had yeah, on yeah. Uh, for the episode. Him and I went College hiking. Roomies. Yeah, yeah, we went hiking, and then uh, he had a, a a Saturday meeting, so we had Friday to kill after we went uh, hiking and camping. So we went to Point Remove. You can order wings to get delivered there from across the street, Shut and Morton Wings is awesome. Like really? they have really good flavor. You could even get like two or three flavors, I think,
0: with the wings. They're delicious. They're doing great things there. And, and keep an eye on that brewery because aside from their beer and their wine, they have some production plans that are going to be really good for all of Central and Northwest oh, yeah. Arkansas. So that's yeah. a great place.
1: So I actually had this thought the other day. I'm like, I kind of want to contact them and be like, can I come play guitar? But I'm like, I don't know if I'm in that caliber of player
0: <laughs> come on now I'll... it's like being a comedian too you gotta you gotta have some booze before you have a whole bunch of yays and you can't get some booze until you get out there and do some things yeah you,
2: you gotta get you up first yeah you,
0: you gotta eat shit before you get good right yep <laughs> it's okay it's, it's what we all do it's what you do makes that skin
1: thick mm, david you i have to say thank you you're very good at making sure glasses were full but you were a little too good in making sure our glasses let's, were full. Let's talk about the beers we had. I might have to go lie down after this.
0: All right, so we have uh, we started with the Ghost River Troffen von Himmel Hefeweizen. That was the first one. Ghost River. Now that was that was the first one for this episode. You liked the Saison, which we had on a six pack episode. Check that six pack episode. It's going to come out June 10. No, yeah. June 25th. Yeah, that's gonna it's gonna feature us plus uh, Judge Mike. But that's a good one, Miguel. So we had <laughs> we had the Hefeweizen, which I liked it. I'm going to do it again. We then went to the Doing Good Orange Wheat Ale by Mother's. which Not is, your mother's beer. Thank you. And Mother. I think you could pass on that. And this is the only one we had in a bottle. And bottles are kind of like losing fashion as far as a way to keep beer fresh. So yeah. I'm going to put a asterisk beside that. Not, that, only berry that bonds.
1: not only that, but I prefer a can in the sense that it's a whole lot easier. Like actually, when you you know when you go to places and they have to create your own. I saw a place they didn't have the uh kind of cardboard foldouts for six packs. They only had the can toppers. And
0: I'm like, that is yeah. genius. you know I love that. Those can good. toppers are great and these are. Re-use.
2: there are places where you can just go buy one beer at a time and yep. Oh, yeah.
0: yep i mean sometimes you'll pay 12 bucks yes or yeah. sometimes
1: they're like you have to have a three beer minimum or something but you know you get your money's worth
0: so we went from the doing good orange wheat ale which is a pass to the tropical passion fruit wheat. i'm sorry tropical trop the trop top passion fruit pale <laughs> ale from others like a crop top i liked it though i liked the, pa- the pale yeah, ale it was, was good. very good Then we went to the english style ale from diamond beer diamond beer i think you're doing okay with this keep it going you can get rid of most of your other stuff. And then we went to the New Belgium White India Pale Ale, which was good. That was my jam today. Eh, was that right? Saturday. And then the Wiseacre IPA, which, I mean, I like Wiseacre. Crushed can. So, and our next beer is going to be... Wait, wait, there's another one? Oh, but wait, there's more. Oh, wait, space more. camper, and this will probably be post episode. Yeah. Space camper, cosmic IPA from Boulevard in Kansas, Missouri. We really need to do a tour of Missouri. <gasps> you said Boulevard. Yes.
1: One of the songs I don't know if you, from being from. So Dave and I are from Louisiana originally. One of the songs I'm learning to cover is New Orleans
0: Lady. New Orleans Lady. Chris Ledoux. That's a Do-do-do-do-do. great song. Sashayed by. Well, it's a Larue. Uh, this is the what band. did I say? LaRue. I don't know. You said something I said up. Chris LaDue. That's a yeah, country singer, but you're right. It's yeah,
1: LaRue. La yeah, way back in the day. So um, I was talking about my parents recently. I was asking them, because they, they just moved from New Orleans to uh, Ponchatoula. and I was asking them if uh, the Top Cats are still playing. Back in the day, like the Top Cats do cover songs, and they're one of those bands you're like, we have to have them for our event, whether it's a wedding or something like that. They're just so good and their repertoire is great. And so, thankfully, what I'm doing is in prepping for playing for the farmer's market, I'm making playlists to make sure that I'm listening to the songs so that they're kind of sinking in more. Uh, and then I practice them. But, dude, I love New Orleans ladies. And I don't. You got
2: that down? You got New Orleans? Oh, yeah. Ladies? I've
1: got that down. Yeah, I could play it. I'll have to play for you White River Princess. I think you'd like I'd that love, song. I'd love that. Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty dope.
2: You Actually, don't come to Des Arc and eat at my restaurant.
1: Well, oh, I've, do you love seafood, David? I'm here for lunch, so uh,
2: oh, you not have to today. On Fridays, or y'all, have
1: to, y'all have to bring the family for the weekend. We'll love it. It's Would so love good. it It's We're so the good. Number
2: one rated catfish restaurant in Arkansas.
1: By the way, I have to point this out, Mike. Mike mm-hmm. does not let pastors pay when they come to his restaurant what about missionaries
2: <laughs> i to <just gonna> <laughs> <laughs> i'll throw that all, out there see, i feel like pastors will help me i need all the help i can get so <laughs> so one of the
1: loopholes i've discovered is i tip really really well
0: absolutely yeah yeah absolutely yeah, like that. actually yeah, that a lot mike i
1: uh last time we ate in Donde's. um that's the restaurant by the way they're open thursdays fridays and just, saturdays
2: just friday and saturday friday though.
1: and saturdays now um so there was a, a woman who had, I think, like two uh, like high school-age kids, and uh, we were talking to them while we were eating, and she's like, yeah, we came up from, uh, where'd she say? I think she said from, um, where's like the hunting cap? Stuttgart. 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 She said, we came up from Stuttgart. It's our first time, and we love it. And she's like, we'll definitely be back. And um, so I went down there at, when we left, and I was like, look, I want to- pay for the table that was next to us because it's one of those things like, you know, COVID has been tough on everybody, especially restaurants. Yeah. But I just had that thought. I'm like, this is our first time here. She loved it. I know she's going to come back anyway, but like, if she has her meal paid for, she's that's going to even amplify her coming back. And so I was like- I
2: never know
1: that. Yeah. I was like, I want to pay for it. And then your your workers there are pretty good because they noticed me. I try to slide in the card and they're like, uh-uh. They give it back to me. <laughs> so I told her, I was like, look, I want to pay for this family. They're from Stuttgart and all. They're wearing this and that. And she's like, I just don't want to get in trouble with Mike. I'm like, oh, you won't goodness. get in trouble.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you got to use that pastor power. I know.
2: Right. <laughs> you live the kind of life I do sometimes.
0: Man, man wants a pastor on his side. So the funny thing is, people's to response to funeral. Mike
1: letting pastors eat for free—they joke. They're like, you know, that's not going to get you, you to heaven, Mike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, on our next episode, when we're we're drinking scotch and talking, we're going to unpack your um, many years of more evangelical upbringing that talks about faith and works and baptism mm. and things, but not today. Not today, Mike. A little teaser for that next episode. <laughs> David, this, I'm
1: still de- like, I don't know how we would do this, but I, I told David probably a few episodes back it'd be fun to get every guest we've had and just have like five or ten minutes. Like, come in, let's have a brief conversation about one topic. Maybe
0: we'd have to serve barbecue,
1: dude. It'd be, it's going to be like a, a reunion, it's going to be a party. We I should like do it. it.
0: I like it. Yeah. All right thank you guys for listening if you get a chance rate and review us on Apple Pod or Apple iTunes so that we can get bumped up yeah. and check out our Instagram hey we still have that thing for the
1: uh, what is it the shower koozie to hold up the beer
0: yeah I gotta check I in, still have not tried see.
1: that I, I'm, I, shower I'm so beer close is every time
0: a, that's gonna be our next six pack shower beer it's okay. about the greatest thing in the world alright we'll talk about it well hey flatty thoughts y'all have uh, meaningful
1: conversations with each other enjoy some good beers cheers cheers